What's up guys, Jason here from Jason Brown Coaching. We are talking about ways to build general physical preparedness, that is GPP. Often misunderstood, often tackled the wrong way, but we're gonna get into some of the right ways that you can build GPP and take your game to the next level. We're gonna start right now. Welcome gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Strong AF X Well Conditioned Show with your host, Jason Brown, where each week Jason teaches you how to get yourself and your clients brutally strong and of course, well conditioned. All right guys, our first way to build GPP is the loaded carry. Foundational movement pattern that has both application for strength training as well as conditioning. Now, if we think about the strength conditioning continuum. We have strength, which tends to be more anaerobic over here. And then we have conditioning, which tends to be more aerobic over here. We can use a loaded carry on both ends of the spectrum, which is why I love it. So if we're using it on a conditioning only day, that would be longer duration carries with lighter loads. Think 60, 90 seconds, even up to two minutes in length for that loaded carry. Now on the other end of the spectrum, we have our strength modalities, which would be at the end of a maximal effort, sub-maximal effort, or even a dynamic effort training session where we are programming and plugging in a loaded carry for 30 second, 20 to 30 second durations with much heavier loads, okay? So again, two very different things. Make sure that you know why you're using the loaded carry so you can effectively plug this into your programming and allow it to give the intent that you're looking for. Now, as far as benefits are concerned, there are so many benefits, so I can make its own video just on loaded carry, but just to keep this concise, we're thinking about quality core control, okay? Anti-lateral flexion, anti-extension, keeping the anterior core turned on, and being able to walk, have a proper gait, while keeping the core engaged when we're performing these. So we don't wanna haphazardly rush through these. We wanna keep good engagement of the anterior core and make sure that if we are doing something like a single arm carry, we are resisting that side bending, which is anti-lateral flexion is a part of proper core training, okay? So we get a number of things there. So for today, I'm gonna to show you the wheelbarrow. This is an underutilized training tool. Not a lot of people have access to it, but there are companies that are starting to make these where they're less uh, expensive and you know more people are starting to use this. Now, why I like the wheelbarrow is that I can go for longer durations and it has a little bit different of a training effect. If you've used a wheelbarrow, you know that very similar to just a traditional farmer carry, but you'll notice that the effects of it are more systemic, okay? And we get a higher spike in heart rate, which makes it a phenomenal conditioning tool. Okay guys, the second modality we're using to build GPP is the sled. We can perform the sled with both lower and upper body work. And much like the wheelbarrow, it has application from both strength side of things, as well as our aerobic conditioning side of things. So if we're thinking about the strength side of things, you could program this on a max effort, dynamic effort, or really any type of strength session as a heavier sled pull or sled push for shorter sets, okay? So again, we're thinking kind of more in the 20 to 30 to second range. Now, for the aerobic side of things, I've gone as far as performing sled drags for up to a mile with both a forward drag, a lateral drag, even upper body face pulls, rows, as well as extensions and presses. So a ton of application. This is arguably the most complete strength and conditioning tool for 120 bucks. In some places you could probably find it cheaper than that. I am using a Rogue Westside barbell sled. I don't think they make the sled anymore, but I know I get questions all the time. What kind of sled do you have? The sled doesn't matter. It's Getting a sled is the thing that you need to worry about. Don't worry about what the make is. It's a freaking sled. You just need something to drag, put weight on, and do your thing with, okay? 
As far as benefits go, we have both strengthening of the lower body and the upper body with no axial loading. So no load on your system to elicit a result. That is phenomenal in and of itself because it allows us to expedite recovery without having more CNS burnout, more stress on the body. So a great tool to bridge the gap between your training sessions. Now from the conditioning side of things, we can pull this and do zone two work. So in the 60 to 70% of max heart rate and get aerobic adaptations in the heart as far as improving things like cardiac output. That is something I've used the sled for and it is a great way to do that but it's not monotonous and boring like just doing steady state cardio. So a great way to change things up with your conditioning. All right guys, the third way we can effectively build GPP, kettlebell work. Very versatile, everything I mentioned is very versatile. We can use it both from a strength perspective as well as a conditioning perspective. But how and why you use it is the most important part of the equation. Obviously you're seeing a theme here. I've talked about how to program it both ways, but knowing why is going to allow you to make the right choices in terms of exercise selection, sets, reps, and rest intervals. Those things are critical to writing a great program. Kettlebell work, if I'm gonna use it from a conditioning perspective, maybe we are doing some type of kettlebell flow and we are doing it for 20 minutes. 20 minutes, as many rounds as possible, and we have three to four different exercises. If I am gonna ask someone to work at a steady state for 20 minutes, maybe with less than full recovery between sets, then that's gonna be more aerobically demanding in nature. We're gonna need a lighter load kettlebell. It should be something that allows them to work continuously through those movements without having to take excessive bouts of rest between sets. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, strength work, we're obviously gonna need heavier loads. I love to program heavy swings. Um, for strength session at the end of a max effort or dynamic effort lower body session where we're doing high volume with quick sets, only 60, 90 seconds rest between sets so we're able to really tap into more metabolic stress. So again, key thing is knowing why. Why are you using it? What is the goal? And then how do we reach that goal by using the right constraints as far as our programming is concerned? Now, benefits. Again, this could be a whole video just on kettlebells. But the main thing with kettlebells that I personally love is number one, freedom of movement. A lot of times I see people can't use a barbell pressing overhead. Maybe it's even doing cleans with a barbell. Maybe they have some wrist restriction. Kettlebells offer a more user-friendly way to perform a lot of those big patterns. So I love it for that because it's versatile and user-friendly. Number two, it allows us to get outside of the sagittal plane. So it allows us to train frontal plane, and if we're using something like a getup, we're essentially encompassing all three planes of motion with one pattern. So I think that this is an unlocking tool. It unlocks us from that sedentary, we're sitting in flexion, internal rotation. It gets people out of that, opens them up. So it's an incredible tool for both health, wellness. Turkish getup's not gonna make you look better naked, but it is gonna take away some pain and a really just a foundational movement pattern. So strength programming, check. Conditioning programming, check. Awesome tool, build GPP, and get you to the next level. All right, our fourth and final way to build GPP is odd object carries. Now, I'm gonna use a heavy med ball today. You could use something like a yoke. You could use sandbags. There's a number of different implements that you could use, but for the sake of this video, I'm gonna use just a heavy med ball, which is something I use quite a bit in my own personal programming. Again, just like everything I mentioned, has application for both strength and conditioning perspectives. Again, knowing why and knowing how to plug in 
these modalities is the most important piece of the puzzle. And for this particular one, we're gonna talk about how to use it for conditioning. Now, I like to perform this very simply against my belly uh, as a loaded carry, which again, now carries the benefits of a loaded carry, um, but even a little bit different training effect in terms of now, I've got an object pressed against my belly, which is going to impact my breathing and make it a little bit more aerobically demanding. In addition to that, we can do something called a clean, so over the shoulder. Preface this with saying that it requires a lot of motor control, it requires a lot of strength, and it wouldn't be something I would have a beginner athlete do because we are essentially lifting a very heavy object from the ground and then over our shoulders. So you see this one a lot in CrossFit competitions. All right guys, that's four ways to build general physical preparedness. These are staples in my programming. You can see this stuff in my conjugate X conditioning programming. And if you cannot build your foundation, if you don't have the proper tools to do so. So build the foundation and then everything will follow from there. Hope that helps. If you have questions, drop them in the comments. This was another episode of Strong AF X Well Conditioned Show. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. And be sure to subscribe on all podcast platforms. 